0: Hi, I'm St. Cloud Mayor Dave Kleis. Welcome to the P- Mayor's Podcast. This is the second episode. Uh, if you uh, listened to the first one, it was about our budget, uh, the budget for 2020. Uh, we're moving into a new year, uh, a new decade, and uh, we want to create an opportunity and the reason I do these podcasts is to to go more in depth um, than rather than the, the one or two minutes of the weekly update that we do on a weekly basis uh, this is a more in-depth analysis of what we're doing the budget's the most important thing we do uh, it shows our priorities as a city and uh, we have now passed both the uh, uh, property tax supported budget and and the enterprise budget, uh, the council unanimously supported both. Uh, we had favorable comments at the at the last public hearing on the enterprise funds. And so we are set for 2020, and uh, we're moving into that new year, that new decade. Uh, this episode, I wanted to talk about, uh, you may have heard it on the news. Um, you've seen it in the paper or listened to it on the radio. Uh, we just came back recently from an international competition called Livcom. It's a competition on livable communities. It's an opportunity for cities all over the world to share what they're doing, their best practices in six different categories. Uh, and those categories uh, range from uh, engaging and empo- empowering the public, uh, from enhancing the landscape and public places, uh, for health, uh, the healthy community, for the area of planning, planning for the future, in the area of environmental protection and sustainability, uh, in the area of arts and culture and history, um, these are categories—six uh, categories at all—that um, cities are graded on. And and the way this works, lipcom has been around for since 2003, so almost almost 20 years. Uh, it's been around, and it is uh, an international competition—competition com- competition in the fact that um, you know when you compare other cities, uh, you know what cities are are doing um, great things or, or having great solutions to problems. If you look around the world, uh, most cities, uh, the, the challenges uh, that cities have uh, tend to be very similar around the world. But the solutions and the, and the way you do things are different. So what better way to look at, uh, rather than reinventing the wheel, look at what cities are doing. And look at their best practices, Uh, and this brings cities together. But it does it also in a way that you're you're um, you're being compared to cities in your population category. In some cases, just based on the criteria that I mentioned before. Uh, So this is uh, the LIVCOM, Livable Communities. Uh, We actually participated in this. We were invited to participate or submit a proposal back in 2007. Uh, At that time, it was in London, and uh, we had a we had a large delegation that went. We submitted a proposal. We became a finalist, which allowed us to, to. to to travel to London and we present it. Um, we won a second place, a gold second place for our city category, and at that time it was a population of 25 to 75,000. Uh, we we went a few years after that uh, again, um, didn't do as well as that first year. We won a gold uh, the first year, of course we won a bronze and a silver, and then uh, we also went to other years that uh, that we a few other years that we didn't win, but we learned a lot about what cities are doing around the world. Uh, we were asked um it was it's been a few years but we were asked to submit a, a proposal again uh, this year um, in fact around the world over 200 cities are asked to submit um, and from that the livecom judging committee um, selects cities from there 121 cities actually submitted a proposal uh, only 21 cities in the world were selected um, to be in the finals. Out of 121 cities, 21 cities were selected. St. Cloud was one of those cities, and we were the only city representing the United States, and as we've competed in the past, there are usually cities uh, from the U.S., so this is uh, clearly an honor not only for the city of St. Cloud, state of Minnesota, but Representing uh, the U.S. at this type of competition was was truly uh, something that was an honor and uh, and and something that we uh, appreciated having the opportunity to do. So in Rome is where it was. It uh, was just uh, within the last uh, few weeks we were there. Um, and not only did we give our presentation, which all cities do, it's the 35. You have 35 minutes to talk about your city, and then another half hour where the judges, and these are international judges, um, each uh, community is asked questions uh, to really. Um, to really understand what their community is doing in the six categories that I mentioned earlier, and um, so we they they end the program with an award ceremony and and I'm happy to say that we uh, the city of Saint Cloud won our population category as a whole city in the in the population they actually bumped us up to a higher population, uh, more reflective of what our population is every day. Our our population is about 68,000 um individuals who live here but our daytime population swells to over 170,000 um so because of that uh, we were in a category of of cities above 75,000 between 75 and 150,000 um so we competed in our category uh we competed with a city in Estonia Uh, one in China and one in Tunisia, and then of course St. Cloud. We won a gold first place in in our population category. But more important than that, um, the criteria, the six criteria that I mentioned earlier, we won half of those criteria. We won three gold awards in three of the criteria, and this is cities of all sizes. In fact, um, I can mention all the cities that participated of the 21. You probably wouldn't recognize all the names in the smaller cities or even cities in our category. Uh, you'd recognize the countries, but not necessarily the cities. But in the large categories, um, these are cities like Lisbon, Portugal, um, Bergen, Norway, uh, Vienna, Austria, um, Beijing, China. These were cities, um, and we... We're competing with them in the area of categories. Uh, we won three gold first place uh, medals for those categories or, or awards. Uh, we were we brought back four gold first place uh, 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 trophies, recognizing all of the work that so many people in our community do. Uh, it's the most uh, in the the of the history of Libcom that a city was awarded. Uh, so it's truly. An honor, and it's reflective. Uh, One of the things in each of the presentations that uh, we gave in those categories, we talked about the partnerships, the collaboration, uh, the things that are happening in our community. Really, um, you know, we don't settle... Uh, on, in fact, as I said, we were there in 2007. We didn't just achieve a, an award and, and, and that's it. Uh, we constantly strive to be better. Um, there is, there's no city that's perfect. So when you when you look at challenges, um, you take those opportunities and try to do better. And in, in those areas, the competition not only helps you um, reflect on what you are doing and what can you do better, it gives you the opportunity to see what other cities are doing, and it's and it's you know it's one of those things um, being recognized for people who who aren't in the community, they have no stake, they're looking at you from an external perspective. Sometimes we're harder on ourselves when we compare on um, what we're doing um, than folks that have no other stake in the game other than to look at what you're doing. And and highlight it. Uh, we won in the categories of em- uh, empowerment and engaging the population. Uh, we we were highlighted in the fact that we survey. We do scientific survey. We partner with St. Cloud State to do that. Uh, we were highlighted in the uh, I, uh, town hall meetings. I have a town hall meeting every week. Over 736 uh, um, uh, town hall meetings I've had since I've been mayor. We do uh, dinners with strangers uh, to get to know people, not only to to for for me and those who come to the dinners to get to know each other, but to encourage others to have these uh, connections with their neighbors. Uh, we have open houses. Um, we have uh, opportunities for people to to connect. Uh, everything that we do, every aspect of planning, every aspect of any any type of decision that the city makes, we encourage and we seek out uh, in people's uh, input, the input of our community. You cannot do anything and nothing is sustainable if, if you don't have um, it coming from the bottom up not from the top down uh, so we were we won an award in that area uh, we won an area in the area of you know, the, the land um, um, enhancing the landscape and public spaces um, they were they were very impressed that we have 96 parks over 1600 acres of park land in uh, the fact that we uh, whenever a tree is removed whether it's for development or whether it's for disease or whether it's for you know, a storm uh, we replace every tree with two trees uh, we've been consistent consistently listed in the United States as Tree City USA. Uh, We have uh, two uh, folks that are arborists uh, that focus on on that aspect of our community. Um, we have enhanced um, the, our parkland. Uh, we have had done that through collaboration. Uh, we took a 15-year plan for Eastman Park and Lake George and thanks to the generosity of the St. Cloud Rotary uh, who, who donated $1.6 million, we were able to take a 15-year plan and do it in five years. Uh, for those in the community you know, one of the most popular things in the summer is Summertime by George. Uh, over in some cases 20,000 people gather together on a Wednesday day to to watch a free concert and to enjoy um you know community and it's, it's just a wonderful opportunity that was one area we also won in the area of entertainment arts culture and history uh we have focused um a lot on history they were extremely impressed uh with the fact that we We recognize history, not only the good, uh, but oftentimes some of those parts of our history that um, uh, we'd like to forget, but we cannot forget because they're important pieces. We named a park in the last few years after uh, Mary Butler, a slave who was brought here not uh, against her will. Uh, She lost a child on the journey coming from Tennessee, from uh, that journey, but she gave birth uh, shortly after she arrived here to a son, John Butler. Uh, we dedicated a park in our community to her. Uh, and we, we did it after, not long after, we restored a historic statue of Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. And when, I, when we did that, I thought um, and f- clearly very fitting an individual um, and a statue and that, that aspect of. Uh, history. Uh, we put the statue in an area where we call now Veterans Plaza. Um, but when I, when we were doing that, I thought, you know, we have statues for for elected officials or politicians. We have we have monuments for people who contributed significant monies. We have parks named after uh, people who have done that. But in the case here, we wanted to recognize the the tremendous sacrifice of an individual, uh, somebody who was brought here against her will as a slave and somebody. Uh, so we did that, and that. Was one of the things highlighted uh, by the judging uh, panel. Uh, we have historical markers along the Mississippi River when we extended the trail along the Mississippi River, which also helped us um, in the award for ex- um, uh, enhancing the landscape. Um, embracing one of the most important rivers in the world, the Mississippi River, which flows through our community. Often rivers flow, um, Our rivers are the borders of, of towns and cities and, and states. Uh, this river flows through our community, uh, and we embraced it by adding the trail and, and the history of the city in in that uh, portion, but we—it's not only the history of the city of Saint Cloud, but the history of this area. Uh, we dedicated a marker earlier uh, this year, also in honor of the Dakota who have been here for 10,000 years prior to Saint Cloud being a city, and the Anishinaabe that came uh, in the—you know—centuries ago. Um, so, uh, identifying that part of our history and in heritage. Um, is something that is extremely important our arts culture as i mentioned before summertime by george uh, the, the the paramount theater that was restored and is really a treasure in our downtown uh, the the private folks uh, you know you look at the theaters um, uh, in our community and you look at the arts and arts crawl the downtown council puts together an arts crawl several times a year um, we have uh, public art um, throughout the community um, there's a number of things we do. I even highlighted the the poetry on our sidewalks. When we do a re- reconstruction in a neighborhood, and we have sidewalks, and we have a contest that allows people to 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 um, submit poems. And the winning submittals, are, our submissions, are actually in 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 the concrete in neighborhoods when we do those projects. So there's a lot of things. And so in, in those three categories, uh, we won gold above all those cities and cities that I mentioned before, um, cities that you would know and, and understand. But it was it's not only um, the fact that you you say you're going to do things, but you're doing it. And in often cases, you continue to do things. You don't just achieve and then end at that point. Um, coming to a competition like this um, and winning four gold awards uh, doesn't mean that's it, you've Achieve the you know the the top of that. No, you you strive to do better. Uh, in January, I'll have an open house. Uh, we'll be announcing the time and the date. But it will have an opportunity to not only give the presentation, the same presentation that I gave uh, to the judges um, in Rome uh, that helped us uh, achieve these awards, but also I'll talk about things that uh, I learned when we were there. Um, and it is, as I mentioned before, this doesn't happen without partners and collaboration um, through a number of folks. And in fact, the first time we went, we had 22 folks that came along in that delegation to London uh, when we won the first time in 2007. Um, this, you know, because of the timing, it was a little more challenging to have folks come. But Ryan Daniel, who is the CEO of Metrobus, uh, was made the journey along um, with me. Uh, to present you know, Metrobus has been uh, really uh, in the forefront of the area of, of uh, sustainability. Uh, you know, the first fleet in the in the state that converted to compressed natural gas (CNG), which you know, the byproduct of that is air and water. Um, so it's really forward. Thinking. And the aspect of the Metrobus also has a mobility training facility where it, it teaches people to ride the ride the bus uh, transit. A lot of times uh, um, that's a barrier for some. And so it's a, it's a really good collaborative effort. They're partners with the city. I serve on the board. Uh, of Metrobus, and so Ryan Daniel uh, on his own, and I, I need to preface that, uh, both Ryan and myself, we paid our own way. There's no tax dollars in this. We didn't pay, uh, you know, to submit our proposal. Um, there's no cost uh, to to the taxpayer on this, but I feel so strongly that that investment is worth it, not only for our community, uh, but for what Ryan and I, uh, you know, and just in our 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 positions uh, in the community, it really enhances how we how we do that by learning best practices from around the world. But it really, you know, bringing that back helps the community overall. And representing the city in an international competition is also very helpful. I can't tell you how many cities said they want to come to St. Cloud. And, you know, often, you know, people don't even know where Minnesota is, let alone St. Cloud. Um, But by being able to highlight that, it allows people to to come when people think of traveling to the U.S. They think of New York or Los Angeles or, you know, those large cities. Um, But, you know, oftentimes Minnesota is thought of as flyover country. But, you know, this gives an opportunity to really highlight uh, what we're doing in the heartland uh, in Minnesota. And so so we're very we're very proud of the awards. And uh, I, I have to thank everyone in this community because it's it's a reflection of the community. Um, not and you know not Ryan and I we we were telling the story of Saint Cloud and the story of Saint Cloud is the collaboration the partnerships. Uh, all of the folks that are working hard to make this a better community, recognizing that there are there are challenges. Uh, I can tell you, uh, in talking to other other mayors at the at the conference, there there are challenges, and a lot of our challenges are so similar, but solutions are so different. And uh, why not uh, steal an idea from another another city uh, rather than uh, you know uh, reinventing it? It's 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 a really great way of uh, of utilizing our time. Um, and uh, so I thank all of you uh, for that. So um, we will have uh, more of these podcasts in the future. Um, this is the uh, the second uh, episode. Uh, we'll will uh, as it, as we close out 2019. Uh, it's a time to reflect on on uh, what we have had, uh, uh, what has happened this year. Uh, we are moving into 2020. Uh, you know, a whole new decade, uh, new opportunities for our community. So I want to wish all of you uh, a very, a very Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season as we as we move into the new year uh, and have a wonderful. A prosperous 2020. Until the next podcast, you can always find these podcasts uh, on on by going to Mayor Dave Kleiss uh, and any of the sites that have podcasts. Uh, but look for updates on Facebook or on Twitter or on the city's website uh, as to when uh, a new episode will be coming out. Until until the next time uh, we have this opportunity to be get to be together, uh, be safe, be healthy, and be prosperous. and And thank you for making. Us, the city of St. Cloud, the most livable city in the world.